welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their business success stories with thousands of listeners just like you in West Virginia and mountaineers all across America. We publish these stories on iTunes, on PositivelyWV.com, and through strategic print publications such as the State Journal, as well as numerous news websites throughout the state. Our goal is to help educate and inspire our audience with people uh, just like you who are interested in West Virginia business stories and really telling these stories effectively. This week, my special guest is Ara Hines, CEO and President of Allegheny Science and Technology. Ara, are you ready to get down to business? I'm ready to kick it off. All right, let's do it. I'm so glad to have you on our show. Ara Hines serves as CEO and President at Allegheny Science and Technology, or AST for short. She probably wears many other hats as well. Award-winning entrepreneur, successful businesswoman, trusted advisor, valued mentor, and of course, native West Virginian. She's recognized as a leader in her home state and in areas throughout AST's geographic business footprint. Era's desire to to counsel and support and give back to small business and communities has resulted in a much deserved reputation as a highly effective and collaborative leader in today's complex and rapidly evolving business and civic climate. In 1989, this is pretty cool, she founded her first company in the basement of her home. And in the years that followed, Era demonstrated her sense of drive and accomplishment. She navigated a successful career as program manager for companies such as SAIC, PRC, and Ranger Golf Corporation, where she provided oversight and projects uh, for projects and operations exceeding $120 million in annual revenue. She co-founded AST in 2009 and has since turned the company into one of America's fast-growing privately held companies, transforming it from a two-person organization with one government contract to one with nearly 240 employees and more than two dozen contracts across multiple federal United States agencies. Under ERA's leadership, AST was named to the Inc. 500-5000 in August 2018, just a couple months ago, for the fifth consecutive year. The Inc. 5000 is an expansion of the Inc. 500, of course, which ranks the country's top 5,000 fastest-growing private companies. Also in August 2018, AST was named to the Washington Fast 50 for the fifth straight year, and a ranking of the 50 fastest growing small businesses in the government market, according to Washington Technology. Most recently, and this is pretty awesome too, she was named a 2018 finalist for the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award, a program that recognizes entrepreneurs who are excelling in areas such as innovation, financial performance, and personal commitment to their business and communities. Era, take a minute, Fill in some gaps from that incredible but brief intro and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. I was looking forward to this. So a little more information on behind the curtains of my personal life. Um, I I reside in Lewis County, West Virginia. Uh, I was born and raised here. I have 
three children, uh, a wonderful husband, uh, actually four children, including um, my stepdaughter. Um, My life pretty much is a crazy uh, 24-hour shift when you work (laughs) and you you raise a family and you you try to make the work-life balance work. Uh, It's always a challenge. Um, I do like to give back. Uh, A lot of my focus uh, in the last couple years is trying to mentor other small businesses, also trying to mentor uh, young women, uh, encouraging them to go into the STEM field and, and, Mm. you know, look into science and math. And there's a whole technology range there that that I think we are not in the women don't share the big, bigger, biggest market they could have in that. So to me, that's a big passion of mine. You know, encouraging young women to look at that and and realize, you know, hey, you you can do math just as just as great as the next guy. Yeah. Um, behind the scenes, you know, we we currently have several locations throughout the United States. I travel a lot. Mm. Um, actually, taking care and communicating with my team members, with my with my staff, and with my customers is really on the forefront of what I do, um, because I definitely believe that uh, I'm an enabler and I enable my team to succeed, therefore the business succeeds. It's, mm. it's definitely not me. It is the great people that, that have joined AST over the years who have made it what it is today. That's awesome. So you guys, you have like co-headquarters, right? Your main headquarters, uh, I guess, is in Bridgeport, West Virginia, right in Harrison County. And then where's your co-headquarter location? Uh, in Tyson's, Virginia. Okay, great. Uh, right, right outside the Beltway. Awesome. Uh, we also have an office in Lafayette Plaza, D.C., downtown. Oh. Um, typically, when you're focused as a government contractor, you'll have locations, you know, and I call them satellite offices, sure. close to your customer base mm. uh, because, you know, you run your, your contractor project out of there, uh, you know, like where your program managers would reside and stuff. But our co-location in Tyson's, uh, in West Virginia, I, I have such a great stable and loyal workforce, which is one of the great attributes, uh, I think, of being from being home-based in West Virginia. Uh, some of those folks have been with me since the beginning, you know, as soon as I was able to start staffing, it's you amazing. know, yeah. the back office, they have been with us. We've had numerous, numerous people. I mean, we've been in business for going on 10 years now, and I've had people be recognized for five, six, seven years with us. As we've grown, so you know that the office in West Virginia holds, you know, our HR, our recruiting, finance, accounting. Uh, we have some network engineers there, also some program managers at home base out of there. Excellent. Uh, and then in Tyson's Corner, that office, you know, we have a business development proposal team, uh, also some recruiting staff there, also. Excellent, Era. What's your thirty-second elevator pitch for AST? My pitch is we are a woman-owned energy and technology consulting firm, and we specialize in applied science and technology, data, and decision analytics. Mm-hmm. We, also look, we also, a big part of what we do is mission support and assurance to our customers. Mm. And we do that across many different agencies in the government, and we've recently started to merge into the commercial market also. Excellent. How did you get started in this line of work? Well, that's an interesting story. <laughs> I'll give you the short version. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I actually started in this, you know, one, one job leads you to the next. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, took a, I took the path of most resistance to get through college, my bachelor's. It took me almost 10 years. 
uh, to get my bachelor's and, and three, you know, two, three kids later. Um, so I started down that path as an accountant and, and really I got that degree because I really felt like, one, I'm good with numbers, and two, if you know how to make a company money, you can basically do any job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that started that path for me. But what really got me into what AST does is when I um, started working for Ranger Golf, I, I, again, worked my way up, started there as a business manager for them, but worked up into the project manager role where it was actually true project management, developing the uh, Stonewall Resort uh, Arnold Palmer Design Golf Course. Yeah, And that is where my passion really came into play for project management, scheduling, costing, estimations, projections, things of that nature. Um, And so I really enjoyed that type of work. And from that experience, I then went into, I got an opportunity to work at the NASA IBMD facility in Mm -hmm. Fairmont Mm -hmm. for a small company, PRC, uh, which was that time was a small woman-owned company. I think I was employee number 12. And I went in there as a financial analyst and was recruited by SAIC then to come over and be a deputy project control PM for them. And again, using my experience with project management, earned value management, that's what I you know, specialized in with them and right. just basically running the projects from the ground up. And really got a real big passion at that point for supporting government missions, like the NASA mission for the IVMV. At that point, we still had, um, you know, men in space. We were, you know, the shuttle was still going up. Uh, and I really enjoyed being a part of that. Even though you're a small component, it's, it's great to be a part of that as, you know, a contractor. And then as working for SAIC, I I moved into the director of operations management and actually managed all of their programs for them, oversight of the PMs and the contracts we had, which was a technology and integration Mm -hmm. operation. So again, a lot of project management with technology, uh, software development, uh, testing of software, that sort of thing. And got to a point where I thought, you know what? because I'd had my own small consulting business in West Virginia since 1997, I had always worked two jobs. <laughs> so I mm-hmm. had that business, yeah. had grown it to about 20, 25 clients, and that's you know what I did in my spare time that I had. <laughs> and uh, so in 2009, um, you know, well actually 2008, uh, I had formed some great relationships with my uh, colleagues at SAIC and. Um, obtained a clearance, and they were very supportive of me, supportive of me going out on my own. And I told them, you know, I'd like to go out, I'd like to team with them, you know, I'd like to work with them. And they said, absolutely, we know what you can do. Hmm. And then I said, you know, I, I met my partner, Bob Wentz, and uh, he had a small IT, you know, computer science software engineering company mm-hmm. in West Virginia. And we, we had a really good complementary suite of what we could do together. And so we partnered up. I said, hey, I think I can, you know, I can bring program management, mission, mission assurance, you know, decision and data analytics. He can bring the software component. And that's kind of where we started talking about, hey, I think we can do this. Wow. And at that point, I was like, well, you know, SEIC was going through its third reorganization in the years that I had been there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I'd rather die by my own sword if <laughs> I'm going to die at some point. Yeah, and so it's like the I'm stars. Like, what do I have to lose? Yeah, the stars kind of aligned right there, right? And everything it, just kind of fell into place. That was perfect. It really did. It yeah. really did. It came together. And, and that's where, too, at that point in my career, you know, we all go through life and we have, 
we really believe like you can make something work, you can make it work, kind of you do that square peg round hole, yep. but it really is nice when you can get the round peg to fit the round hole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and things kind of start moving. And, and I knew then, I knew when I made that hmm. decision to take the big leap to uh, launch AST was this feels good and things tend to start falling in place. Hmm. And I thought, okay, this, this decision is good and things are moving in the positive direction to reinforce it. Okay, I made a good decision. Yeah, absolutely. So, so fast forward 10 years, Ara, what would you say is the one thing that you're most excited about AST right now for your company? What, what's that one thing that you, it's really getting you excited right this, right this minute? It's actually moving into the commercial sector. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the government, uh, being a contractor to the government, to many agencies, you know, the federal government level uh, is wonderful. And that's still is part of my passion is supporting their missions, especially yeah. in the energy sector, which is our largest sector we work in. But we're now moving into the commercial energy sector. And that is what I'm most passionate about now is taking this level of capabilities and expertise that we've developed within mm. the government markets out to the commercial market. You know, slowly but surely, it's building the pieces in to grow your company, you know, and just don't have a component of federal market, but then you also have the commercial market. So That's I'm very really, cool. really excited. Yeah, I could, I could sense the excitement in your voice. What a great, uh, what a great thing that you're, you have going on there. Uh, one of the things that I like to, to ask people, Era, is, you know, obviously our show is called Positively West Virginia, uh, but sometimes I think we can learn from those those bad times too but uh you know well take us to that place of your worst experience as, a, as an entrepreneur maybe there's something you you learned uh from from that maybe uh just kind of take us to that place and say this is this was my worst business moment so far well let me start out with saying that I I'm a glass half full person so I truly I don't ever see any thing that happens is like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I'm always like, okay, now how can I spin this into the positive or at least get it going in the right direction? But, but to answer that question, uh, in 2012, I uh, started the company in 2009, uh, was moving along about 20, 25 employees, hit 2012, and the government shutdown hit. Right. And that's really, really tough on a small business mm-hmm. because if government shuts down, you don't get paid. Mm. But you got to retain your employees. And, you know, that's a real eye-opener because you're just starting to get some momentum. Mm-hmm. So it was really kind of a one-step-forward, two-step-back for us at that mm-hmm. time. It was really tough. And, and on a personal note, I was going through a divorce, and mm. it was just a really hard thing to, to sure. get to go through. Like, your business isn't doing well, you're a single mom, and it's like, oh, no, this maybe, not, maybe wasn't a great decision, right? And, you know, and it was really tough because you, you want to keep your key people. So, you know, my, the people, you know, myself, my partner, and, and the few people who are CFO and stuff, we all just agreed to take major pay cuts, to be honest. And wow. that's tough, you know, yeah, as a single sure. parent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, uh, you know yep. you're trying to grow a business. But, mm. you know, at the end of the day, it was about keeping the great people because, you know, mm-hmm. the government's not going to shut down forever. You just got to weather the storm. But exactly. unfortunately, from you know, having your payroll backed up like that, you know, and, and your receivables, it, it kind of gives you a ripple for about six to nine months, mm-hmm. you know, in your financial projections. Sure. So that was really the most challenging thing I've dealt with as far as the impact of the people and the financials coming together and having that little bit of ripple effect for several months. Amazing that you were able to pull through that. In one sentence, Era, tell us that one takeaway that you got, you got from that experience. 
there's always there's always a path. You just got to figure out what it is. Mm. You, you know, there's there's always an option. I you always that. have an option. I love it. Great, great stuff. What would you say is the best thing about uh, being headquartered here in West Virginia and doing business here in West Virginia? You kind of talked about the people and you know having that. Um, that sort of uh, longevity, loyalty, but what, what would you say is the best thing about being in business here in West Virginia? I would say there's two things. It is the, it's the people, the loyalty and the commitment they mm-hmm. make. They, you know, they, they really support your dream and they become part of your dream. So that's really important. And, and also the support network. I, yeah. I have found that the other businesses, you know, we've partnered with KeyLogic. We've, we partner with other companies in West Virginia and, and really mentoring each other. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that's important because we all realize it's, it's kind of, we're in a small area here, you know, like we mentioned earlier, you're, yeah. you know, you kind of know everyone. And I'm a firm believer is, you know, you treat people right. You do business the right way. Cause I'm going to see these people in the grocery store. <laughs> exactly. Point. No, so you're I right. I want to be able to look them in the eye mm. and I want to know I treated them right and they treated me right. And, and that is a different environment here than you get in the beltway. That's awesome. You know, around the beltway. Awesome perspective. Awesome perspective. Uh, Eric, I want to take a, a few seconds just to mention some of our incredible sponsors. They are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. All right, Aaron, let's get back at it. Uh, I have a question regarding the vision of your company. Uh, what, how do you see this, uh, how do you see AST going long term? What's the vision you have for your company? Well, like with any company, you have a strategic plan, right? And right. You, you keep revising it as you go along because as with any plan, when you start to execute, it changes, right? Right. Um, and so the long-term vision for, for AST for me is we have really developed uh, into an energy-focused company, and I, I'm talking about all components of energy, you know, nuclear energy, renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with the Office of Electricity. We work with grid modernization, grid security. Wow. And I, I see the future of us you know, we know what we're good at and what we do well, and we want to continue to focus and hone in on that. So I see the future as being more of a growth in the federal market and the commercial market in the energy sectors. Um, we do do a lot of work, um, and uh, we do have a nice portfolio of work in the Intel community. Mm-hmm. And that, that works very different and unique. Uh, and that's also exciting work. So those are kind of our two core areas. And so it's really the future really is taking the, the expertise that we've developed in the federal sector and moving it into the commercial sector. Awesome. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business people or entrepreneurs out there in West Virginia uh, that are thinking about maybe starting something out of their basement uh, and getting, you know, getting something going? What was, what's one piece of advice you would give to those folks? The biggest piece of advice I give to young entrepreneurs, people are talking about starting their own businesses, mm-hmm. is number one, you can do it. Okay, you mm-hmm. can do it. It's not easy. Starting a company is easy. Building it's hard. <laughs> you know, and and you got to be committed, and you got to be true to yourself. Uh, so so the key thing for me when people are talking about building a business is don't let the fear control you. You control the fear because that's what's going to move you forward. You know, and, and so many times I, I talk to young people who are just starting out or starting a company, and they'll come to me and say, how'd you do it? And, and the big question, the, the big thing I tell them is, 
you have to believe. You have to believe in your dream before you can sell it to someone else. Exactly. You know, wow. So that's really critical. So powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 great advice. And I love what you said there about, you know, starting a starting a company is easy, but building it's hard. <laughs> Because that's that's definitely true, that's definitely true. I, uh, just uh, just speaking from my own personal experience, you know, we're getting ready to start our eighth year here, and you know, starting it's easy, you know, <laughs> generating payroll and you know, building, you know, adding employees and taking on risk and all that kind of stuff. That's the hard part, isn't it? Oh, it is, especially when you do when you have the employees, because you know. I love what AST does, and I love the missions that we support, but yeah. my true passion is in the people. I love it. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's kind of overwhelming to me sometimes when, uh, for example, uh, this past week I was in Denver. Uh, we have about 50 um, team members out there that support NREL, mm-hmm. and I had my company picnic with them, and my daughter went. So side little story. My daughter was with me, and she was, we, were dri- we, were leave- we left the picnic and we're driving back into Denver, and she goes, Mom, it has to be really exciting for you to look at all those people. And they had so many, like, babies and children, you know, mm-hmm. that were there. And we've had so many babies in AST in the last couple of years. And think you're, you're enabling them to have a great life, you know. Wow. They, you know, you're, you're helping them pay their mortgages mm-hmm. and their cars and put their children through school. And, and I said, yeah, it's kind of overwhelming when you think about it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's really why wow. you get up and do it, because you made a promise to take care and you're going to do what you, you're going to deliver what you said you would. Absolutely. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Uh, I make I update my to do list every morning. Yes. <laughs> Usually when I'm in the bathroom, putting my makeup on. I love it. I'm, I'm, I got a little tablet in there, and I prioritize it. This is one, two, and three, and four. And you know, as with everyone's to do list, I'm sure yours too. That it just keeps growing. You just got to keep reshuffling the priorities. Exactly. Right? The, the big rocks, little rocks. Yeah. Yeah, that helps me take care of things daily that mm. I know are on the critical path. I love it. Yeah, that's great stuff. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? things. There's two softwares that I use, actually. Yeah. One is MindMap. I love MindMap because yeah. it helps you filter out your ideas, and it also helps you track your, your progress and what you're doing. Yeah. And OneNote, Microsoft OneNote, yeah. because I can send emails to the OneNote that I can follow back up on, and I don't have to try to find them in Outlook. So yeah. those are two essential tools that, that I truly utilize all the time. Excellent. Thank you. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs or business people out there? Well, there are several. Um, I like Made to, Made to Stick. Yep. I like that one. I like Outliers. Um, you know, you read all of those books and you, you try to get new and different ideas about what you're missing or things you could improve on. Yep. Absolutely. And we'll make sure we have uh, on our resources page on PositivelyWV.com, we have links where people can just click on and order the book right from Amazon. So that's pretty cool. And oh, we'll, make sure, we'll make sure we have, I think uh, Made a Stick has been mentioned before, but we'll make sure that Outliers is on there as well. That's great. Great. Two great books. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, obviously you're very well connected in West Virginia. You have a great reputation. If you could meet anybody th- that you don't know in our state who could help take your business to the next level, uh, who would that be? Well, I am. I do know a lot of people in West Virginia yeah. in this line of work. Uh, that's a that's a challenging question. Um, 
I think if I was because of us, you know, my desire to move more into the commercial and Mm -hmm. trying to move into the oil and gas sector, I think it would probably be trying, you know, having some meetings with some of the um, executives in the larger uh, oil and gas companies that are in the area. Yeah, great, excellent. Era, just uh, this is an amazing success story for for a company you know that you started and you had you know, obviously a, a co-founder, but uh, you've really taken this thing to unbelievable heights, doing great things not only in West Virginia but all across the country, uh, and not only in the federal space but now in the commercial sector and especially with uh, with energy. Uh, my hat's off to you. You're doing an awesome awesome job. How can folks that are listening and out in our audience? Um, you know, learn more about AST and what you guys are doing. What's the best way for them to connect with you guys? Well, uh, of course, our website, uh, which is AlleghenyST.com. Another way is connect with me on LinkedIn. Great. (laughs) You know, I do make posts. Uh, You know, I I love it when people connect. I always check out who connects with me and what they're doing and and see how we can cross paths in the future. Um, You know, we're also, you know, just Google us. You know, yeah. you, you'll see a lot of the things that we've done. You know, a lot of our press releases and stuff will be out there. Um, and, you, you know, you'll see all the different areas we're working in. And as always, I want to encourage anybody who checks us out, you know, check out our careers page. We're always looking for hmm. bright, talented new people. Excellent. Yeah, and we'll make sure that um, in the show notes uh, of the podcast, for sure, we'll have uh, links where people can just click and visit all those all those places you just talked about well thank you so much for being on the show today uh, positively west virginia era uh you like i said before your company is doing some amazing things it was a pleasure to to kind of meet you over the phone here uh over our, our digital line and and really uh to have you on and learn about your story. I, I love a good story, and it sounds like you guys are in the midst of an amazing story. So my hat's off to you. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me Yeah. and give me this opportunity. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Era Hines and Allegheny Science and Technology, our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and make sure you check out the show notes and make connections with uh, with Air Hines and Allegheny Science Technology. And, of course, we encourage you to share uh, these podcast episodes on your social media channels as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. <music>